everybody! Welcome back to 17 Karat K-Pop and a special episode talking about one of my favorite performers ever, Taeyeon. So I'll get that bias out of the way right away. We're going to start by me just summarizing what I recently wrote about on Substack. So if that sounds boring, skip ahead a few minutes. But I think it'll help lay a groundwork for how I want to approach talking about Taeyeon's new music. Because I think it fits into a bigger context of his discography so far. You can't talk about tap without talking about Shalala. I've gotten some more requests as well for another essay read aloud, like I did for TXT, and I believe I did at one point for N-Hyphen. So I'll read part of my Taeyeon discography-related essay first, then get into all of my thoughts and theories about his music beyond the essay. The review is less about TAP as it is how TAP is the perfect sequel to Shalala and how both capture this perfect essence of holding on to your inner child while still growing up, maturing, becoming a better person. It's called Taeyeon's Purposeful Playfulness, and it's about how his work proves the gameplay, the approach he takes to his work, treating it as like a video game story or some other fictional realm's adventures. That's taking a smart, appealing, engaging route. That's the gist of it. I'll just skip around a bit, quoting myself, and you of course can read the full thing in the episode description. Many tendencies in the mind of a child are worth never parting with. The ability to see old and new sights as if both are new again, an unrestricted sense of wonder, a lack of cynicism, a willingness to not color in between the lines, and a permission structure to keep on forming and remolding one's identity. These traits are all incorporated into Taeyeon solo discography. There is literal playfulness, too. The theme of playing a computer game or video game is part of both the Shalala and Tap eras. Taeyeon goes between 4D and 2D worlds, Taeyeon spends time on a website with a choose-your-own-adventure set of outcomes, and he ends tap with the words press the button, followed by repeating let's start four times. Similar to how Shalala ends with the song Back to the Past, tap ends with a let's just start over message. Treatment of his circumstances as having infinite do-overs reinforces the gameplay theme that aligns with Taeyeon's refreshing, childlike optimism. His solo discography highlights the joys of seeing the world through the lens of one's inner child as just one big game. This might sound trivializing, but it can actually allow struggles to be coped with more effectively since they then seem less daunting. As detailed previously, Taeyeon is having fun with hypotheticals. He considers the ways things would have or could turn out differently, traveling through space and time, while framing uncertainties as possibilities, making his work not just a diary, but his vision board. This inclination to play around with personas remains a prominent source of appeal and narrative strength. He shows an admirable willingness to give his process of self-discovery zero constraints. He does not care what others have to say about his process. I go on to talk about the way Shalala and Tap had similar compelling teaser content, both with choose-your-own-adventure-style videos, both with the effect on the audience member of being put in a main character role, an active participant in a still, real-time, unfolding story. Like for Shalala, you clicked on the T or Y video, you chose the adventure, and then you heard the advice based on that. Click one letter, you get advice about regret. Click the other, you hear words about the meaning of love. Either way, you and Taeyeon together are listening to a computerized voice's advice. You're equals. You're in the same situation. 
Now in tap, there is a tap tap video that ends with the same kind of options. And if you click one, that's you saying, I decided to reject the offer for help with a dance tutorial. Click the other option and you've chosen to cancel your plans and dance with him. Either way, you're directed to a video where it's like you're directly in conversation one-on-one -on -one with him as equals, like he's staring into your eyes talking to you. I also compare how both eras have these references to gameplay and pretending you are channeling your inner fictional ideal character and starting over, pressing rewind, just backing up, doing it all again. That sense of creative control over the outcomes, that's what games are all about, video and computer games, and that's what his music videos and overall premise are about. Really compelling storytelling. And he uses a gameplay metaphor, maybe accidentally, by the fact he has series, songs that go off of each other, like the 404 series we will talk about in a bit. Lastly, I compare his storytelling to playing a game in the sense of pros and cons to both being a newbie and being a pro at it. Like the first time you play a game, some things about that make it the most fun. You haven't seen anything yet, you don't know what's going to happen, you have no manual for it. Okay, well maybe you do, but the analogy goes kind of far if you ignore that part. You're into the customization, just looking around, your digital surroundings, taking them in in a way you don't after it becomes just a normal environment once you've played the game in full. Then again, there are benefits to the follow-up times you play the game. You learn how to kind of hack the hardest levels, level up easier. Life is kind of like that, where you have the initial spark and joy that a little kid does experiencing some little joy in life for the very first time. You can't recapture that first time joy. Then again, your second and third time experiencing something, you might experience it better in other terms, with the sense of wisdom and a more matured outlook towards it. And Taeyeon's music captures both of those benefits. He has a lot of lyrics that, in both Shalala and Tap, show his childlike instincts in a good way. Like in Tap, he says he's driving too fast to stop, so many new sights to see, that kind of message. That I want to see the world adventurousness remains on Moon Tour. He has this ultimate, I'm going to do what I want, don't tell me what to do, but I also don't want accountability yet, very youthful outlook, YOLO focused in Ape. He sings about seeking out new things in 404 Loading. And then again, he revisits past themes in a way that highlights the benefits of growing up, maturing a bit. The ways he gives himself more advice to get out of despairing moments and exploring deeper emotions in some songs. So that is the framework through which I view Taeyeon's work, but of course everyone can take away their own personal interpretations of it. Let's quick summarize the highlights of the songs on tap. It starts with the title track, which has the Shalala sequel energy it needed, where it's easy to follow but still rap. So not intense rap, but very playful rap. It's an inviting opening number that has funny dual meanings, you know, tapping like typing out a text, tapping like social media icons, posts, likes, shares, etc., and tapping into something, some issue, a more metaphorical way you could interpret the word too. Moon Tour is Alt R&B. His ultimate I Can Show You the World song, and lyrics like We Shower in Starlight to me are the perfect summary of his unique lyricism. 
We Shower in Starlight. Lyrics that are so sweet and innocent, but also kind of mature, depending on how you look at it. Runaway is a rock song that is interesting in how it talks about feeling a sense of distance from yourself. Quote, the more I understand my emptiness, I feel a sense of distance. Unquote. Interestingly, he sings about running away from you, but he also sings, quote, don't run away like you did to me, unquote. So when he's saying don't run away, is he talking to himself, pushing back, or is he talking to an ex? Regardless, he says, quote, let's never meet again. It's obvious that everything will repeat itself. You only leave me with pain, unquote. So he went from happy-go-lucky to distraught, feeling empty. But he gets a second wind with the song Ape, a rap song that, like I said before, has that I want all the power but none of the responsibility attitude. Lyrics include too much, the words of people with a lot of money. I don't think about anything. I'm old enough to make decisions. I don't follow the paper. I didn't sell my soul. My instincts don't go astray. I don't corrupt. Must be someone else's fault. I don't care. He also says, 10 years changed me so much. I sifted out what needed to be sifted. I only see what I want to see. Now, if we're viewing all these songs through that context I laid out at the beginning, that's a really interesting, ambiguous one. The lyric about, I sift out what I sift out now, I only see what I want to see. Because ignoring what you don't like to zero in on what excites you or what feels purposeful to you, that could be a tendency to describe a kid or an adult, a more mature person. But either way, he's still playing by his own rules, growing up at his own pace, And indeed, he grows up more with ups and downs. It's interesting how the two songs before this one kind of were the prelude, foreshadowing this one. Like he's saying about ups in terms of confidence in Ape, and he's saying about feeling down in Runaway. Now he combines those two messages with this song, saying either way, it all ends up feeling meaningless. Reminds me of the runaway lyrics when he says, quote, Every day I'm afraid that you leave me again, unquote. And it reminds me of Ape when he says, quote, Consequences, I know, I know, unquote. However, the most notable lyric, I think, is none of that. It's about a different song that was just SoundCloud dropped, not like an official EP edition, Blue. He says, quote, I call my blue again, unquote, a reference to his blue metaphor from that song about the blue being this place you could immerse yourself in to calm down, like a recharge, clear your mind, space, mentally. So again, we're mixing growth and staying in touch with an earlier version of yourself. He's revisiting this metaphorical place, the blue, in revisiting past emotions, but he's also addressing new ones in more contemplation than before. Lastly, there is 404 Loading, which he previously revealed is actually part of a three-part series, so another 404 song will come out someday. As of recording time, no idea when. So if we look back at the first of the series, the Shalala song, 404 File Not Found, it compares his loneliness, despair, to feeling like a file not found page, a blank web page, an error message, lost in cyberspace, lost in this big world. He sings about some of the same things in that older song that he sings about in the newer songs we just talked about. So here are all direct quotes from 404 File Not Found. Sometimes I'm blue. You have to move forward like you always have. 
Dear child who is lost, where are you going in such a hurry? Why don't we look around the world together? I actually hate being alone. What's wrong with me? 404, it's an error. You're not alone. Many stars looking down at you. I'll be that black star. I'm going to keep shining on you, so don't worry. The shouts of all the stars. The darker I am, the brighter they shine. This sun is my loop. You'll see everything about me when I shine at noon. I'm always looking for something new. Dream with me, a long dream. Now this new song in the intro references shining and coloring the noon. Direct quotes from For For Loading. I keep it new. Let's dream together. You and I wander in a long dream. I'll pick that star and then I will circle around us so that we keep shining. Raise your head and look up at the stars. Swimming in the sea of stars, I burn the noon down in the shimmering night. We create zero gravity because we won't last forever. Now dream is reality. It's 404 gravity. Let go of that anxious feeling and fly. Let's go anywhere. Now look ahead. It's time to fly. Press the button. Let's start. So in both, he talks about blue, being blue, or the blue, the place, in his mind. He talks about shining, being a shining light, going from feeling like the antithesis of that to a source of it. He talks about lawn, dreams with a loved one, dreaming endlessly, limitlessly. He talks about the noon, when his full self will shine brightest. And he talks about 404. Now it's not like a blank webpage. The 404 is his highway to dreams. It's his zero gravity mental dreamscape, mental escape, a place for him and a loved one to, like I said, travel limitlessly, let go of their fears and fly and press start the game. Which is a perfect full circle moment because he ends the album then saying let's start. And the first song is tap, like pressing play to start the game. So overall, I thought this was a really impressive and direct follow-up to Shalala. And he also had similar themes in the, as of recording time, still unreleased new tracks that were a part of the TY track solo concert debut set list. He debuted Yes, Her, Concrete, Solar Eclipse, Back, What is Love, which references trying to erase memories and contemplating the changing nature of his dreams. So again, still, he just has this natural instinct to evolve the same story. It's not ever a sharp departure from the diary entries of his past work. That's why I call them a vision board and a diary entry. What's also cool then, this looking back and looking forward, great mix, applies to the videos too. So now I want to recap just a few things from the Shalala teasers that I found notable because of the parallels to the tap teasers. A couple of main themes in the Chapter T and Chapter Y films, one was a 2D, 4D world jumping back and forth. One is what the voiceover narration talked about, which was both lingering feelings and new, exciting, brand new ones. So different dimensions, reflecting on old emotions, old memories, and looking to the future, newness, and light, playing with sunlight and shadows. The voiceover in Chapter Y says, quote, that exhilaration of new love, like you can't get enough of listening to a gifted tape. The room is just filled with sunlight, unquote. Then in the teasers, the cracks of light that peek through the brick wall in the Chapter Y film are what opens up a hole to see the 2D world where he walks around sharing a song with headphones with a girl. So a peek into the past indicated by where you see the light. 
Now in the tap era, in those teasers, I found notable the use of shadows and sunlight and the variation. Like some photos and teaser videos were really dark, dimly lit, others super bright. Sometimes the light was coming off of him, reflecting off of a sparkly outfit. Other times the light was just overhead, down on him, bright. There was a game tablet in a teaser that had a blank screen. Like, the game hasn't started, and it gave me the 404 webpage vibe. The I'm making my own rules, way to live life, ignoring norms, was clear through the design choices, like tilting the bed and other furniture to just be weirdly located and askew, the upside down and diagonal tilt of some pictures. At one point it looks like he wears shoes on his hands. There are also just bits of childlike details in them, like arcade games, balloons. One is a red rose, very meaningful to him. That's the one that goes eventually up to the ceiling. Even the pile of clothes I found, just a perfect finishing touch, because it just shows the, the I'm going to keep changing up my character role here premise. I'm going to change up my customized character outfit. Other things I found notable include the angle changes, like in Searching for Taeyeon, that teaser video shows the camera with Taeyeon staring up at it from that view. Looking for Taeyeon, that video shows, at least for a bit, Taeyeon looking down at you. There's also a lens shift at one point, so it looks like you're seeing Taeyeon through binoculars. That sense of being surveilled, you know if you've listened to any episode of NCT Talk, I have tons of theories about the NCT world and how they're being watched, monitored. So always look out for signs of like CCTV, security, lenses, etc. I think his outfits often have little easter eggs in them. I mean, the bright green lining on the jacket could be one. Neon green is the computer code color for the Matrix, where a main character is Neo. I know I'm getting conspiratorial now, but this is what I do. It's fun. He also has this gold infinity loop bracelet in one teaser. Like in one of the new songs, he references a loop, like an infinity loop. He also has these blue leaf decals on his cuffs for one outfit. I don't know what that means, but I feel like we might want to flag that for the future. There's so much to unpack about the Searching for Taeyeon video. The shortest summary of it is Taeyeon watches a news broadcast about a missing guy who goes by TY. He uploads a YouTube video about it, puts up flyers everywhere about it. Hard to know how much is clout chasing versus genuinely hoping to find him. He's giving a presentation to three bored-looking people, presumably about how to find T.Y. And mid-presentation, he is taken, mistaken for the other Taeyeon, I guess. These people throw him in a van, then throw him back out without telling him where the heck he is. They steal his cash. But then Taeyeon has a special high-tech pack, like a backpack with special technology, created and handed to him by one of the people who had been watching his presentation, looking like he wasn't paying attention, but apparently he was looking out for him, and secretly gives him this tool to deal with the villains. But without really getting much use out of it, the ultimate tool seems to be getting back in touch with himself, the shadow of himself, basically. Because he opens the big doors of, like, a garage, a shed, and walks towards an outline of himself made out of bright light. Like, just his shadow, but the opposite. Made of all light, no darkness. And they reach out and shake hands. Then the screen fades to white, like the color of his bright outline. So, he didn't get his money back. He didn't get to flex much in the way of, like, superpowers. 
but he did get his old self back. There are lots of cool details that could be overlooked the first time you watch. One is that the news broadcast, the ID shown in the news broadcast about this TY character, that ID lists the date 2-12. The US is weird. We would actually write it 12-2. But anyway, basically the date is December 2nd, 2013, which is the day Taeyeon was introduced as a member of SM Rookies, reinforcing the fact who he's out for on a quest to find is his younger self. The missing posters he puts up include some notable details, like how T.Y.'s last known location was the Spring Road, Yunpo Road, which could be a reference to Yunpo Station, a train station in Seoul. Yundunpo is a district with multiple paths to international airports, so there could be a exploring the world or even a lawn flight son reference in that. That name itself actually was thought to come from a word for divine as well as riverbank. So you could read into that. You could also read into how Yunpo is five miles away from where Spring Cherry Blossom Road is. The Seoul area Spring Flower Roads, so gorgeous. Look it up. Anyway, Taeyeon says he was last spotted either where there's a big travel hub or the chance to look at a flower bloom. Okay, to be extra conspiratorial here, the missing poster says if you have info to call a number with 647 and 6477 in it. So 647 seems to be there repeated for emphasis. And 764 is the sign in the aquarium Doyen is in in an NCT era teaser. And 763 next door is the number on the hair salon Johnny is in in his fact check era teaser. Yes, I see the NCT world as super connected to Taeyeon's solo stuff. And it did make me think that maybe the headphones Johnny wears in a past NCT teaser while traveling somewhere on the plane might have to do with the headphones that seem to be a part of the package when trying to control and get instructions from this tech pack that Taeyeon now has. Like maybe that tool, that tech pack, the finishing piece that activates it is a pair of headphones both characters use. I also find it potentially meaningful that these villain characters who rob him, who are after him, they wear suits. And then he wears a suit in the full tap video. Like he suddenly felt like he's entering an alternate world where he might as well play the villain. Also note how in one teaser there are balloons, which brought back to mind the balloon letters in the NCT Dream alternate universe video, Seven Dream production. Seven Dream Production, very much worth revisiting. Lots of details about that. Bring to mind Taeyeon's videos. The dimension hopping, pressing rewind, finding alternate versions of themselves. There are clones Taeyeon sees of himself in one teaser. One version of themselves wears suits and is kind of the evil grown-up version attacking the younger childlike versions of themselves. Okay, here's an extra fun, if outlandish, theory of mine. So you know when I see a book title, I do a deep dive. I figure out why that title might have been in the video. And usually I think it is a coincidence, like the NCT, I believe, Universe Era, where they had a teaser image standing in front of a bookstore that had an anti-capitalist children's book in the window. The Cats Who Wanted More. That was funny. I love that. Probably a coincidence. Anyway... Taeyeon, in a new Taeyeon video, he takes off the shelf The Mysteries of the City. 
stay with me here, the Mysteries of the City could not find the author's name. My guess is it's either the sci-fi book by James Reedy or something I couldn't find. And I feel like it is something I couldn't find. Maybe they changed the title for copyright issue avoidance. Like maybe it's the mysteries of the cities or something. They changed the plural or singular or something else about it. But if you just want a book called The Mysteries of the City, that exact spelling, that exact wording, all I could find was a book by James Reedy, a self-published sci-fi book. So I don't think that was intentional. However, I went and read an excerpt of the book that I will link to on my site with other sources. And I found it interesting. The book has many elements, at least the excerpted part, many details that remind me of the NCT music video world. Both are stories where characters might be surveilled. Characters are kind of acting like life is happy-go-lucky, but there are dark forces they are not aware of. The book features two main characters with notable names here, Mark and Lily. One of the characters, according to her name tag in the Taeon video, is Daisy. You never know. The main character in this sci-fi book takes a walk by himself past a bunch of windows with shattered glass. Like the glass Taeon broke, jumping out of a window in regular. So this book has characters Mark and Lily, notable names, a premise of being surveilled, broken glass, a giant brick wall that separates the city from the rest of the world, like the brick wall through which Taeon sees a 2D world beyond his 4D one, references to this desert, and unanswered questions about this limitless medium outside of your daily life. Remember the We Spread Ether monologue in NCT stuff, the Resonance Era? And, notable number, the population of this town in this dystopian book, about 22 people. Close, right around who's in NCT. That is strange. So if this book was not meant to be referenced, I don't know if I have more questions about the coincidences or about the fact they found this obscure self-published book and did intend to reference it. I'm not sure which would surprise me more, but my curiosity is piqued. I also always keep seeing, in both Taeyeon Solo stuff and NCT stuff, Matrix references. Like I said, Neo, the color green, surreality, dream versus reality, bending, the use of mirrors as a big symbol, sometimes motorcycle mirrors, and Taeyeon does have a motorcycle in one of the new teasers. Plus, the movie ends with the phone call where he promises to show this world where anything is possible to humans, to wake them up. Which reminded me of the Deities of Soul monologue and just Taeon songs about finding that limitless place to explore, which again was in the Ether monologue from NCT's Resonance era. Let's talk about less tinfoil hat wearing theories. I always like to go there, but now let's pull it back and just talk about the tap video itself, not all this teaser stuff. First of all, the adorable dance moves. I just want to shout out the tapping on his face like he wants a kiss on the cheek. So cute. The buoyant energy, all the hair and outfit changes. Like I said, the ability to just play with your personas like a kid discovering who they really are over time. Love that aspect of what he does. And it keeps you surprised because the teaser videos don't really tease the clear concept he's going for. Like, we didn't know day by day, oh, this is a summary concept. Or, oh, this is a rugged motorcycle riding bad boy concept. You had no idea what this would entail because of the range. 
I think the teasers that were also curveballs for seeming irrelevant to the tap video might actually be more relevant than you first think. Because, I mean, Tan was taken and thrown in an alley in a teaser, then in the tap video, he's dancing through the alley, living his life, feeling good. He moved on without them. He also made his antics feel made for TV, like he is now T.Y., the character in the alternate world who's on the lam. Because he appears as if he's in a broadcast like the news his other version of himself was watching earlier. He appears at the end of the video in a tune in next time kind of window on the screen. Following some fun personalized ending credits. It also has a feel of this is a different dimension that may be just in his head or for a TV show it's not real. By the fact throughout the video his image appears as a sticker on different objects but by the end those stickers disappear. Just poof, gone. Like he was never there. He also seems to purposely choose his outfit choices too, like the white puffer jacket that he wears in this video toward the end that has the source of light. It lights up. So he is the light he kept singing about wanting to become. Yeah, his lyrics and visuals often do seem to work off of each other thematically. I have a couple more things to say about the tap video with a disclaimer first. So there's some references to Japanese culture. I tried to do my research and make sure I practice the pronunciation properly of this, but I'll be discussing some terms and parts of Japanese culture that I found fascinating to learn about, but I admittedly am just possessing amateur outsider knowledge about. So if you have more familiarity with cultural references in the video, please feel free to reach out. Love your input. Love your contributions. You're more than welcome. Welcome to push back if I mischaracterize something or otherwise don't do justice to my representation of the meaning of the video. He basically starts in a closet that's empty, is tasked with going to find something, goes on a journey to find it, can't find it, goes back home, and it's there. Like in his hands, he opens the closet, which is now full of plastic balls. The stuff he wanted was with him all along. It was still worth it to go out and explore the city, but at the end, the real prize was not in any of the balls or outside his house, was where he started within him. That's the overall premise and meaning of the video as I see it. The item that's in his hand at the end that he was searching for is dango, which is a Japanese dumpling. There's a Japanese proverb, dango rather than flowers, like you'd choose dango over flowers, a reference to like, I would prefer practical gift than one that just serves the purpose of looking pretty. So that sense of wanting a practical item could be part of the symbolism here. But also, dorodango is a type of art involving putting both parts of the earth and water, molding it into spherical balls, like the balls in this video. The natural world, that's almost like a, an indirect nod to flowers. Like, he didn't have to choose dango over flowers, dango over the natural world. He got a bit of both. And there's a double meaning there because those spherical objects are also a reference to Gachapon. Gachapon is a type of capsule toy. The U.S. equivalent might be kind of like a gumball machine. You know those machines that, like, instead of popping out a gumball, you put a coin in and get back, like a little plastic container with something in it, like a figurine. 
Those in Japan actually have everything. Like, it's a vending machine for whatever. You don't just get out like a toy. Often people assume it's all figurines. You know, you could get like food, you could get little pet care stuff or pet accessories. All sorts of random things might be in those capsules there. I mean, coin-operated machines like that, they have been around in some form for decades on decades. But officially, this type was set up in the 60s in Japan. So these items, what is inside those could be anything. So to me, I see those references in this video as both a reference to the Dango Over Flowers proverb, way of looking at the world, and the symbolism you could get out of these Gachapon toys. Both in the fact the plastic balls, the plastic containers in his closet here are empty. Like the true prize was in him, not the plastic. But you could also just find meaning in that premise overall. Those machines, those toys being part of the visuals for this era. Adding on to Taeyeon's literal playful concept, gaming concept, that theme of him tapping into his inner child. And also it could say something about appreciating the little things in life, what truly matters in life. After all, in one of these new songs, he has a lyric about that, right? About, I only see what I want to see. The past 10 years has helped me filter out what doesn't truly matter. So now in this video, he doesn't see what doesn't matter. He doesn't see the objects. He just sees the containers. He just sees the potential for something that might bring somebody joy. That is my take on it. There could be, like I said before, a very different take on using these items in his video from people who have lived in Japan or visited. So you are more than welcome to share a different take. Or just a different take on anything Taeon discography related I talked about today. I hope you enjoyed this deep dive analysis and you could check out others like it for different artists' discographies in corresponding writing. I will link to all of that in a directory in the episode description, as well as my Taeon dedicated essay. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed, and I'll talk to you all again before you know it. Bye, everybody!